Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Grown Men Watch Kids Shit. It's me, TJ, and I'm here with the one, the only, Jordan. Jordan, how's it going? Keep calm and zombie on. How's it going? How's it going, oh, friend? How's that? You don't like that one? No, it's because I... Uh, so let's go ahead and pull the bandit. <laughs> we watched Zombies 3. Yeah, we did. We, we sure as fuck did. <laughs> And it was, and honestly, it almost felt like a dare for us because, so yeah. as we were, so Jordan and I, we tried to be really good about slating the movies ahead of time. And we're going to be honest, fam, like near the end of last year, we were, we were slipping. So we we're like, let's be proactive. Let's get ahead of the game. Let's plan these things out. And as we we're looking at movies, because we're also trying to be about that new, new, when that new, new hit, and we have to look at some older stuff. And we're like, I said, man. What would happen if we do Zombies 3? Before I could finish the thought, George was all like, yeah, let's do it. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, let's do it. Because because why not? You know? I it's can a think Disney of channel. a thousand reasons. It's a Disney Channel original. Not. We did the first one way back when. You did your uh, Real Quick on Zombies yeah. 2. Here's the thing. So... And remember, on the first one, my daughter, who's now eight, cut for Zombies 1. We actually have, we bought her, I can't remember if it was her birthday, Christmas, Easter, which is essentially second Christmas, you know. Um, I can't remember what we got her, what what, we, what the occasion was, but we got her the the Seabrook's, uh, Seabrook shrimp. Shrimp. Uh, jacket. She's got a little like uh, sparkly silver jacket with the Seabrook S on it and everything. So she was big into this movie. She watched the first one so many times. She watched the second one so many times. I haven't seen the second one like all like the whole thing, but it's been like on in the background enough. That you know what nonsense it is. (laughs) For me to catch a collection of pieces. So and then this one, uh, she watched this one on her own because now she's got her iPod. Do you know what I mean? Like rest in peace mm-hmm. iPod, but she's got her iPod and we have the TV upstairs. So like she just, she'll watch her own stuff. You know what I mean? Like in the morning and that's when zombies three. So I actually hadn't seen zombies three. She has a whole bunch. She's now moved on. She's into other stuff. But, um, so I think the zombies fat has kind of passed in our house, but I thought it was a kind of good idea to send it off. Give it its give it its just due, you know. I hope Zombies um, is done, but you know, before we even yeah, get to the movie. Like, so the first one the first one was very much um a wrong way to introduce your kids to the subject of racism, classicism, you know, the ideas of, you know, segregation and, and, and stuff like that. Um the second one felt the wrong way of introducing your children to this idea of 
land ownership and um, reparations and yeah, and all this kind of stuff. And 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 this one, I was confused on this one, which we'll get to it when we get to it. Um, but I think what makes these movies so you like you appreciate where their hearts are. You know what I mean? Because let's be real. Like that's yes, all that stuff. But like their minds just ain't there. You know, I think right. there's something with these movies that they try to do so many things and it just, it just doesn't pay off. And it's like labeling. We talked about it when we did the first one, like labeling, you know what I mean? Like the lower class as like zombies, you know, automatically, I don't know. And then you think about too, sorry, we're kind of like going into it, but then you think about the, like, there are properties that have done this before in much subtle ways, you know, and the only reason why I'm, it's on the, it's coming to mind is because we actually started, uh, uh, Kim and I started watching, uh, Wednesday today, mm-hmm. um, on Netflix, which by the way, not for kids at all. Um, <laughs> it's pretty brutal. Um, but, uh, but it was cool, but Adam's family did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Adam's yeah. Family did the, I'm talking about just with the stuff with the first thing, you know, monsters did that. There are plenty of like horror themed properties that have done it in a way that didn't seem as, I don't know if it's disingenuous, TJ. It, it just feels forced to me. This whole well, series I mean, just feels forced. I mean, the thing is that this series struggles with this idea of not trusting the material. And what I mean by that is when you have when you have songs and whole dance numbers that do nothing but reinforce the the concepts of like segregation was a thing and like all this other stuff, right? It becomes where every like all the characters' motivations are filtered through that. And, and and there are mediums for it. There are places for it. I'm thinking about the musical Hairspray, right? Where the the integration and segregation of a television show is 100% on the minds of people throughout the whole entire thing, right? Um, but when it comes to... But then again, that's not really like children's fair. You know what I mean? That's more teen adult fair look at this time that we all heralded you know as like this all this it was really great back then it was like no it was actually really shitty and here's all the ways why right because john wall john waters is also really good at putting those things in right in a way that Mm -hmm. feels like we're looking at multiple things here i think that what you're saying is very true is that a Disney villains in general do a really good job of being like, I'm being othered because of this, right? And it's never super like in your face about it, right? And there's several ways that this movie is just super in your face about it. And the other thing about it is I just can't get away from the imagery that they use, especially in the first one, especially in the second one, that they use to like kind of support these things. I will never forget the first time we watched zombies and they were dancing on the opposite sides of gates and the zombies had to go in through a different entrance. And I think that's where the issue for me is because there's these really brutal images that shouldn't be like an opportunity for you to have a fun hip hop dance number two. 
You know what I mean? Like you're talking specifically when they're entering the school and you have the zombie gates and the and the yeah and, and they're and they're all like dancing and it feels very like uh la la land opening you know like everyone's jumping around everywhere there's just again they, they, i hear you they did too much they didn't need that they didn't need that visual do you know what i mean right. we didn't need the whole zombies enter here normies enter here whatever like the 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 themes were present like subtextually without all of that kind of stuff or if you are going to lean into the visual take away the fact that the the kids are like have laugh having a good laugh about it because there's nothing to like laugh Mm -hmm. about with Mm -hmm. it you know what Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was just it's it just kind of goes back to when we think about these movies as i'm gonna try to keep this like well within the confines of what we do here right because we're not experts but I think when, when you think about these movies as educational tools, right, which so often they can be, you need to think about the audience that you're making this movie for and are they or are they not um, capable of complex and complex thought and critical, you know what I mean, critical thinking. Right. Um, and the audience – I'm going to I'm going to make a broad generalization here. The audience that this movie is intended for isn't quite there yet. You know what I mean? No. Like like if this was shown you could show something like this to high school age college age stu- you know students, you know uh, uh people and you can have something like the visual you're talking about, the zombie gate and the normie gate. And it'd be a nod and we'd get it and we'd process it super quickly and move on. But you show something like that to a younger audience member and then questions arise and all this kind of stuff. So it's just about like when and where you insert these things. And that's what I mean when I go back to their hearts are in the right place because I totally agree with what they're putting down for the most part thematically. But they just they do too much. They do too much with uh, with regards to the audience that they have. Yeah, and you know, I, I continue to th- I continue to think about the fact that Disney has done it before, where they tackled the issue <clears throat> of race and the complexities of coming and coming to terms with it as a teenager with the color of friendship. The color of friendship was the bomb-ass Disney movie that won mm-hmm. an Emmy Award for Outstanding Children's Program, won the Humanities Award, the NAACP Image Award, a WGA Award, a Young Artist uh, uh, Award. Like, it it did the thing. It did the thing. And it I, and And it's also be- – I think that I also get really kind of – it all feels kind of icky when we start to just – without any sort of subtlety. And I think that w- w- the name of the game here is the, 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 the word subtlety, right? This, this movie is, insu- this movie is so as a fucking, you know, brick against the head, but this, is a, <laughs> this, this movie is a loud fart in church. You know what I mean? Is. Like, it, like it is. <laughs> but it's a loud fart to church to, you know, late, late two thousands hip hop. Uh, to like Kate, to a Katy Perry soundtrack. That's what it feels. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. 
And right. I go and, and and like I I go I'm so torn because sometimes I'm going to be honest with you like I watch these movies and I'm like these dances are pretty fucking good. They get you know? it. Like, like they are moving. The look like like I will give and I'm sure we'll talk about it. I mean we're talking about it now but we'll get deeper into it later but like the the actors that they have so this is like zombies and descendants and the and these other ones they are hiring like dancers first singers second actors third you know what i mean like 100% that that's the hierarchy of their concern with the talent and these motherfuckers in in this zombie series they move like a son of a bitch. You go. I was watching. Let's just look at Zed, the character of Zed, for example. Just moving. The move, but but like, look at the moves that motherfucker was making in front of that bulldozer. Were oh, yeah. so like on point, and I was like, "This is fire!" And then you look at the first stuff, and I was like, "This is really fucking good." The and, dance and numbers are like, so good. In Zombies 2, they have that water dance moment, which I don't know if See, you've seen I don't that. Rem- no, I don't remember. I, I, Bro, I, I don't want to go like, back this, and watch it just for the dance scenes. You know? I was like, this movie's bullshit. But then they dance in water, and I was just all like, I enjoy this. Is it like Usher? So I think, yeah, you, you know, it's, it's, it's more like a uh, step up, like a step uh, up dance sequence. Like, they go okay. after it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's that's where the I think that's where I I'm always going to have a rub with these movies, right? And it's not because of the quality of the movement or the choreography, because whoever they get in to choreograph these things, fucking off the charts. Mm-hmm. But the issue for me becomes the uh, the intent behind it, right? It always feels like they're like, oh, here's this really serious thing, but if we cover it with cotton candy and bubble gum it'll be more digestible and through that it just becomes offensive at some point you know what i mean yeah no it does and here's the thing too going back to those disney movies and some of these other movies you know that have done it um better and more subtle they actually tell stories like good stories that aren't dependent on the theme but are are made even more um even like that are made even better by the inclusion of the theme you know what i mean like like these these movies here are are theme forward and so when from a narrative perspective from a writing perspective you never want to be theme forward because then your story is going to suffer and how many times tj throughout this tri- and you can speak more on the second one, but the, I can speak on the first and the third. Have we heard Addison be like, "I don't belong here. I'm just, I don't feel right," you know? And, oh, and her how, fucking like, cousin. You know, they like, should take what's to, ours. <laughs> yeah, it's to this point where, like, a lot of the dialogue now has become very stock. And dude, we got so ahead of this movie, you know. So talking about getting ahead of the movie, but like ahead of the movie. In a grown worthy way, not a yes, our, our expectations are being are being met sort of way. Like, okay, this movie sees us like we're good. More so like God, this movie could have been, you mentioned that Black Widow could have been a memo. This movie could have been 15 minutes mm, mm-hmm. from just from the spot. You know what I mean? Like stitch all the songs together, have a little bit and, and, and then there you go. Um, 
Yeah, man. And, and, and the reduction of character in here, you know, from, from one to three for me, Zed was one dimensional in this one compared to, uh, and, and I think that's just a testament to, again, this very theme forward storytelling. And we're going to place the message that we're trying to get across over the characters that, that we're trying to depict in the story that we're trying to tell. And I think that's a cautionary, uh, a tale for all, um, um, you know, family movies moving forward, but it's not really because these movies fucking do gangbusters when they come out and it has, they amass this huge cult, this huge following. So I'm, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, we, I'm going to compare this to Luca a little bit, which, you know, is, or, or you might not know, like the queer community has just adopted Luca as a movie, right? It's been like With this is TikTok about when he's like, yeah, like when, you know, yeah, we yeah. bites his lip. But like realistically, I know uh, every queer person I I know who watched that movie was like, this was that that weird moment. Like this this was representative of that weird time in my life where I was I was in love with my best friend. I didn't really know it because I was unsure of like what that love could possibly be outside of friendship. You know what I mean? Like that awkward time. Mm -hmm. And my mom, who doesn't really, my mom's a very smart person. What I'm going to say might seem insulting, but I'm not trying to. She called me after she watched Luca. She was like, I felt like, she's like, I felt like this movie was about the queer experience because there's those two uh, older female sea monsters who are in town and they're hiding and no one really knows. But right when it rains, they're exposed and like they live together and they go about their day together and stuff like that. She's like, that felt like a secret queer relationship. That's just, and, and it's also saying like, yeah, it happens everywhere. But at the core, that movie is about like, Oh yeah. Two friends, two people growing apart. Right. Or two people finding out that they can't be at the same place at the same time because they want different things, right? All those things that uh, are being, uh, uh, I guess, kind of filtered through, right, are things because that's my experience. In the same way that you said, like, the monsters or the Adams family. If you are not, uh, if you are not looking that deep for, like, oh, the monsters represent, like, you know, the the colored family in the neighborhood, that's that's being put through scrutiny and having to like show how they're human like everyone else people would just be like oh yeah this is a sitcom in the same way that the x-men were established because they were to represent the civil rights movement right but people are just like oh yeah no it's this it's this it's just the these these superheroes it's, yeah it's it's my favorite kind of thematic um i guess like thematic portrayal in stories where it's there if you want it to be. And if you dig for it, you're going to find some pretty cool things, but if not, you're still going to enjoy the story, you know, which is Luca, why Luca, and I'll Luca, say it again. Luca can 100% be, you know what I mean? Like a queer story. And that's awesome. But if you don't want to dig for that kind of stuff, it is just a friendship thing. And that's, you know what I mean? It just makes it to where like, People can appreciate it regardless of the levels that they're – there are going to be people, TJ, as children who watch Luca and think of it as friendship. You know what I mean? You know and then there's going to – as they get older, they're going to turn it on again. Movies. Mm -hmm. Everything they like, did in oh, this movie, wait, you know I hated it. Boo. And I, can I just say as the resident dancer of the podcast, I, you know, I don't know that they're casting dance first. Um, not to like 
crap on it. I don't know. It did not strike me the way that it striked y'all. You have to admit that, that choreography with the camera is, angles, they were like, ah. That is. Well, that descendants is, for sure. Like, yeah. That is Those, what they, that, that is like what they said about the Descendants franchise. Is they were looking for dancers for everything like, could you dance, could you was could head and shoulders above this movie. Um, I don't know. The dancing just didn't strike me the way that it struck you. And also, maybe that's because I also have a cheer background and... I look at those cheer. I look at the cheer routines very differently than a lot of average viewers. Yeah, that stuff was hot garbage. <laughs> I just I, I also now we will and, say I will say that the cheer routines in all three I'm, movies. Small rant before were bad, we actually get into trivia. Line that made me say "fuck this" immediately. It's a UFO. Kill me now, right? <laughs> no, no, no! I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. That's dope, though. That's dope. No, it's not. I wish they were. No, 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 no. That's some like no, early aughts. That's some early aughts hip hop. I also figured out real, the entire movie within like, like five whoa. minutes. I was like, it's gonna be like this isn't even fun. <laughs> like, there is nothing. There's nothing here for me. Uh, oh yeah, of God. course. Listen, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say it again, and I'm gonna say it a thousand times over, and I will yell it from the mountaintop. Everything yeah. we're talking yeah. about here—I haven't here even seen all of Steven Universe—is done correctly. Just in Steven Universe, yeah. every single yeah. thing. I watched it with my nieces yeah. years ago. Yeah. Oh, you've watched some? Also, my me? niece loves this franchise, and I'm really questioning her taste. And the only the only Steven Universe experience I have, TJ, is multiverses. I need to get on it. I'm trying to tell you, like, it's one of those things where you're watching it and as a kid, you're like, oh, pretty colors, things are going <laughs> off. But as someone who is aware of relationships and mm-hmm. how they work, everything you're watching, you're like, the fuck? They, the say, the fuck? Same about, they say the same about Bluey. Although probably oh, yeah. not as adult, not as adult. And, and as being universe, happy with how like, you so are like, as Bluey a has mother stuff about like that your kids growing old and dying. Like, and I right, also I will say I cut for the color of friendship. And every time I see these movies, I'm just like, you did it, you did it, right. Disney. You like, this is your property. You've already been there, done that, and done it well. Why? The color of friendship Why? did it right. Anyway, I'm sweating because I'm mad about this movie. Please drop my beat so we can do trivia. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I will say I think the dab is getting too frequent in our household don't you dare dab. to punctuate things Jordan. that don't <laughs> Anyway, here we go. George, for 500 points. Eliza, played by Kylie Russell, 
has a weird role in this. I have several questions that will likely never yes. be answered about why the hell she was interning at Z Corp, uh, at least from like a plot perspective. But what was the real world reason for all of her scenes being filmed at that same desk? A. She had conflicts filming another Disney property, so they needed to shorten her role to accommodate. B. She was pregnant. Or C. She was originally not in it at all, but test audiences did not react well, so they added an easier-to-film role for her to add her back in. Um, <laughs> I know I am. Is that... Yeah. Girl, yeah, you pregnant. pregnant. Also, I immediately... Yeah, I That's immediately only, looked like, up pregnant, how old pregnant. she was. Not that, you know, whatever, things happen. That's why they She's didn't like have her stand up. Adult, <laughs> yeah, but like her pregnant. face looks like not. It's amazing. Something like that. She She's going to look amazing in her old age. I mean, like she's, yeah, she's 26 years old. Now. Right? Beautiful skin. You're doing great, girl. But it's just not, it's not fair. Anyway, TJ, did you know this was the most expensive Disney Channel original movie to produce? Approximately how yeah. much did it cost during production? A, $30 million, B, $40 million, or C, $50 million? <laughs> I'm sorry, my face. <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the Katy Perry songs they had, and I know that I was looking no, at the it was. Hang the on credits, and they had like five song raiders. I'm going to say fifty million. No points. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right, who is ready for the everyday W points like opportunity? That. No points. No Our points. category this episode is Disney Channel Original Movies. Jord, would you like to make it a true double every day, double your points opportunity opportunity? Fuck. Yeah. Remind me again if I get it wrong. You get I don't know why you didn't study up before this trivia segment. Okay. Fuck. Y'all know I'm not about these Disney Channel original movies. I have no idea. Because I got a life to live. Um, I'm going to say... Ah, like, what's the benefit of not? You just get 500 points. Currently, that's right. where the rule is. As opposed well, yeah. to 1,000. So, but if I get it wrong on a, okay. on a, on a double... You get no points regardless. Right. 1,000 so, yeah, points. I mean, yeah, what I'm gonna double the it. first Disney Channel original movie released. So they had like Disney Channel feature films, or, but in the category of Disney Channel original movie, A, Halloween Town, B, Smart House, or C, Under Wraps. <laughs> he looking at me for a, for a, for a notion. 
You ever see someone try to read a mind through a screen? Smart House, though, that was with... That was with... Um, Katie, Katie Siegel. Oh, Katie Siegel? what's her name? Siegel. From... Um, from... Uh, yeah. Halloween Siegel, Town, Siegel. Smart House, or Ta-ta. Under Wraps. Um... Shit. What is it? Smart House? Yes. Smart House, Halloween Town, and Under Wraps? What's Under Wraps? Is that, the, is that like a mummy one? She can't tell you. <laughs> uh, is it like a... It's like a you need to pick an answer is what it's like. But, Hallow- but Halloween Town is so... But see, Halloween Town seems obvious. And I don't think it was Smart House because Smart House seems like a. I'm gonna go under wraps. After after that, I know. I was like, "Bruh." So. Well, when was when was Halloween Town? It was like fifth or sixth or something like that, right? You're gonna make it a true double every day under wraps points opportunity opportunity. I'm a I'm a I'm a double it. I got it. Okay, but what was the most recently released Disney Channel double original movie? Double D double at least double. At the yes. time of this recording. Double baby, double baby, double. Okay, so I want to specify did not make a that a lot some of these Wikipedia movies aren't coming out not. on the Disney Channel anymore. They're just dropping on Disney Plus. A and so they're not. They two. don't have the B. Okay. Zombies 3 okay, cool. or C, under wraps. Thank you. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I'm so mad at Jordan right now. I'm so, I can't with you. Why you gotta be like that? Like, why? When you got that, <laughs> when you get that smile, it cock like, I just, I just want to hurt. You just what? <laughs> I, I take it back. Whatever I just said. <laughs> you just make me. It makes me Some so kind of mad. <laughs> uh, what did I say? Hang on. Okay. Okay. Uh, to to be said... fair, my computer does not like to run when we are recording. Uh, I said under wraps two, <laughs> zombies three, or under wraps. Oh, that sucks. This sucks. Uh, This sucks. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Oh, Christ Almighty. You know. No, it's under wraps. Again, too. thinking. No, fuck. I'm sorry. I, you know, it's just zombies it three. It's funny because it was like, oh, that's the. For I guess they're Garbage. redoing it because they've Garbage. also recently released under wraps again in 2021. According to Wikipedia, listeners, if that is incorrect, you can write strongly worded letters to them, or I guess like go on really? and correct it yourself. I don't know how it works. Um, yeah.
Yeah, the yeah the reason I vacillated is because I was like, would they really put out a Halloween themed movie in the same year that they put out Hocus Pocus two, right? Yeah, they uh, especially because sure Hocus did. Pocus two went straight they to sure Disney did. Plus. That's so why after that, we've got Jordan at fifteen hundred and TJ at zero. But TJ, you can still answer oh, Mavis for five hundred points for the round the round uh, all together. Did I? Wait a minute. I think five. Is it five hundred or three hundred? Because you said three hundred originally. Oh, I was looking at the wrong line. It is three. I mean, I'll take okay. I'll take five hundred. <laughs> okay, so who's ready for all the murders? George, before you wager. Uh, the category is more Disney Channel original movies. Well, George, you have to wager something. Also, are there minimum you wagers? Have to wager, like, do you uh, have to know, wager? Like, because Jordan could technically wager nothing and like whoop my ass. Okay, okay. Trivia Master is gonna. TJ brings up a really like good if point. If TJ can answer for three hundred, the I'm minimum wager, wager has to be three hundred. Okay. Hang on, I gotta. Uh, so this is a. I'm gonna wager five multiple piece. It's you can get a quarter of your wager for each correct answer. So, <clears throat> why is there giggling happening? <laughs> okay, this is another type in your answer. <laughs> Because Jordan's up here throwing up gang signs. <laughs> Hold up, listeners, just so you know, I've been, I've been, we've been, I've been going through trying to figure out how we're going to do video this year. <laughs> I can't test this video for us. Because oh, Jordan don't get us all shit. Anyway, uh-huh. So I we forgot. are I was going like, oh, to shit, make it a little interesting. <laughs> I want from you all... <laughs> Giggling, Jesus! I feel like I'm in a third grade classroom. <laughs> Do I need to separate you two? Shit! All right. Nah, but tell you what, if no. TJ and I were in school together, that would have been a thing. <laughs> like, hey, yeah, oh, yeah. Y'all, yeah. Y'all can't okay, together. so I want you all to name. It was already a three thing. Disney <laughs> Channel original movies. And I also want uh, you to tell me which Disney Channel original movie is considered the most successful. <laughs> you will get a quarter of your wager what? Okay. for each correct answer. Which I guess in this in this instance, TJ, we have to consider yours three hundred. We'll figure it out. Does anybody else have the trivia? TJ, don't look! Don't look! <laughs> oh, shit. I hit enter. I hit enter. <laughs> I already looked. I already looked. <laughs> Okay, TJ, do you have your answers? 
Uh, almost. Because. All right. Okay, send I'm, I'm in three, ready. two, and one. And I just put in some extra Disney Channel original Jordan. movies just because. No, no, okay. okay, so. All right. George says three movies, Luck of the Irish, yep, Brink, yep, and Halloween Town, yep. And oh, George says Halloween Town is most successful. And TJ is <laughs> just like, well, let me show you all these Disney Channel original movies I know. Xenon the sequel, yep. The thirteenth year, yep. Luck of the Irish, yep. Brink, yep. Color of Friendship, uh, Under Wraps, yep. And most successful High School Musical. So those are, in fact, all Disney Channel original movies. And the most successful is High School Musical. Uh, it had together. Fun fact, I've never actually seen High School Musical, nor uh, any of the all uh, But it has 7.7 million so viewers when no. it premiered. It had two sequels, and one of those sequels went on to release in an actual theater and earn something like $250 million, and then it's got the TV series now. So... <clears throat> I want to believe that. High School Musical, the musical, the series is unironically good. So, George. At least the first season. It gets kind of shaky after that. The first season is unironically funny. Because he got three right and then one wrong. So he comes in at 1750 for the round. TJ comes in at 300. (laughs) And that brings. Uh, brings our God season damn. standing too. Brrr, as damn. my thing loads, we've got me. George at four thousand four hundred and seventeen, and TJ at thirty five hundred. So it's still <laughs> anybody's game. That is less than a thousand point difference. So you just Ooh. So I've I've I figured out Jordan that we should I just like play it. the music of who like of whoever's All in right. the lead well, after that round. I hope you both That's a good enjoy. Point. And That's a good uh, point. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go play some Dead by Daylight. Cuz that's just who I am. Play me out. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. What? It's like there's there's two things. One, I'm still mad you convinced me to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Two, I, like I'm thinking about. I started thinking about you watching Steven Universe at first, and you're gonna be like, "What is this baby back bullshit?" And I know it. But here's the secret to Steven Universe: a, it's subversive. It. So they, so like mm-hmm. the first like couple, like the first couple episodes, you're like, "What is this nonsense? It's kitty bullshit, right?" Know something about the writing of Steven Universe. Nothing is filler. 
there's always something in every episode that leads to like the ultimate payoff at the end, right? Always some inf- you always getting some information at some point in time, right? Uh, and the second part is that it, it just takes a while. And I know that like, you're going to be like, bro, I don't know if I can watch this much. I promise you. <sighs> it's so worth it. All right. I wouldn't Noted. get it. I wouldn't have a tattoo of it if I didn't think it was worth it. I'm going to check it out. Okay. Okay. But I think now is a good time to get our drinks. I think so, too. Maybe that will cheer me up before we talk about this garbage <laughs> pile of a movie. <laughs> All right. We'll be back. And we're back. Jordan, how was your trip to the fridge? Um, non-problematic. So I have um, – this is from New Belgium. This is a Voodoo Ranger uh, Juice Force IPA. Um, yeah. It's got some juices in it, 9.5%. It's got some juices in it. Yeah, I don't know what kind of ju- – it has some kind of like fruity kind of – I think like grapefruit or whatever. But yeah. What about you? Uh, I made myself a cocktail. I made myself oh, okay. a a winter whiskey sour, so it has a old grand old grandpa or old granddad bourbon, uh, some apple pear marmalade, three drops of uh, a pecan bitters, uh, squeeze a lemon, and two ice cubes. All right, because I was like, I need alcohol. Talk about this movie again. Um, great. So, should we just should we just get started? Should we just get? Let's do it. All right. So, Zombies Three was released July fifteenth of twenty twenty two on the Disney Channel. Uh, It also aired. Uh, I'm sorry, July 15th on Disney Plus first. Then it aired on Disney Channel in August, uh, uh, billed as the Lost Song Edition. Um, And there's apparently a song that they cut. Uh, And yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, Apparently, Zombies 3 was the fourth most watched film across all platforms in the United States during the week. Of July 15th. So somebody somewhere is like about it. But here we are. Uh, critics rated Rotten Tomatoes is 75% for critics. And uh, I don't understand it. There's only eight critic reviews for it, though. So, you know, that, yeah. Yeah. Someone from the New York Times said that the film is much more than 90 minutes of silliness and praised its tone. Uh, But like us, uh, it says that uh, it doesn't portray the social cultural differences uh, correctly. Uh, Yep. But hey, here we go. Here we go. Uh, so we have our crew back from the first zombies. We have Zed and Addison. Remember Zed is the football 
uh, scoring zombie who is playing sports for all of zombie kinds, playing sports for equality, y'all. And we have Addison, who is the cheerleader who's like, you think I'm normal, but something's wrong with me. I don't know what is. I don't know who I am. Let's keep in mind that the yes. Yes, Jordan. Can I say like Zed is kind of a meathead in this one? Well, yeah, I I think that this movie starts to suffer from just having too many characters. Right. But Mm. uh, and so like because he he had the first uh, movie was all about him uh, helping to integrate the school. The second movie is about them discovering that, oh, hey, there were people here before us and they have sacred things that we shouldn't steal. Right. And the indigenous people are portrayed by werewolves. Right. But uh, basically, uh, the, and basically the movie opens with uh, the werewolves and the humans and the zombies all get along together in Seabrook. And it's the uh, Zed and Addison's and most of the crews last year in high school at Seabrook. And uh, Addison is going to Mountain College. Zed also wants to go to Mountain College. But he can only go if he wins that football game because, again, uh, he has to sports his way into equality. Um. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? Am I wrong? Shit. (laughs) I'm just reminded, what's that Biggie lyric? He's like, you either uh, sling crack rock or you got a wicked jump shot. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what they said. Like, mm, Zed can play football real good. Um, and so they're like, yeah, it's the big game against the Eels are coming up. And uh, we got to fucking play good. Uh, and they're like, oh, the recruit's coming to see you, Zed. It's going to be great. And the recruit from uh, Mountain College, both the football recruit and, like, I guess the admissions person, which I don't know why she would be there. They're, like, walking through town looking at everybody like, Oh, look at these unwashed people of color. And I was like, this is, I mm, hated it. Hated Hated it. it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the dude, he shows up, he's like, Oh, Zed, you're great. Oh, whatever. We're excited to probably have you. Maybe we don't know. Cause we're still bigots. And, um, a UFO comes down out of nowhere. Like, when I say out of nowhere, y'all, out of nowhere, out of nowhere. It's just like no preambles, just like UFO. Um, And then down comes all these people with, like, blue hair. And here's where I draw my first big issue with the movie. One, it is not lost on me that the quote-unquote aliens are, quote-unquote, invading a place, Right? "Quote unquote," coming out of nowhere. It is also not lost to me that during the song, uh, where the aliens are coming, they the aliens are saying, "We're not here to hurt you. We we we're not here to hurt you. We don't want to hurt you." And everyone else is like, "Fuck them up, <laughs> shoot them in the face, kill them." And then what? What's Addison's Bucky? Bucky, the, the 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 male cheerleader guy, he's like, call the cops, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's too much already. It's too much. 
And so basically the aliens come down and they're like, we're looking for something. Uh, something of ours is here. They find it. It's a, it's a, a pod, right? It's like a, something like that. And it says like, oh yeah, uh, this has the map to utopia, the perfect home, the perfect new home, because your home got blown up and ravaged again, like immigrants and refugees. Like I was like, y'all are not, you're not even, ah, it's upsetting. Right. Uh, basically, when they're listening to the to the words of the from the pod that they find, they're like, "Oh yeah, uh, the map to Utopia is hidden in uh, Seabrook's most precious thing, or the thing I find most precious in Seabrook." Um, and to cover up the purpose of why they're there, the, the uh, aliens are like, "We will join your cheer competition." Which again, why is cheer here as a thing? D- doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so Addison is all like, yo, like maybe we should just like let them do the thing. And everyone's like, all right, we'll give them a chance, I guess. Uh, keep in mind that Addison's daddy is, is the freaking owner of the Z, Z patrol, the, the, which again, a police force strictly to round up monsters. I, it's, uh, uh. It's exhausting, Jordan. Yes. I just want to say this is where I mentioned at the first part that I was confused on the movie's themes because first when we started watching it, I was like, okay, they're aliens. Are they really going to be that on the nose with like immigration and oh, you're aliens and stuff like that? And I was like, well, it kind of is that franchise. But then I also wondered like, is this is this LGBTQ representation? Well, they have they Not have a LGBTQ movie. character here. Well, yeah, they have like the isn't it like she's uh or they're uh like gender gender uh, uh fluid. I, I don't know the, the the full extent of it or whatever. Which one? What Aspen. character? Aspen and they're what is it? Which they, one are they're they? non-binary? They're non-binary, right. and they seem either bisexual or pan. Right, and then you have so like, is that because we just got done talking about like normalizing this kind of stuff, right? And like how like it's just whatever. And like, is the inclusion of that character then saying that this is this movie's attempt at trying to like introduce those concepts, or is it immigration, or is it both? You know what I mean? Like, this is where I got kind of confused with the movie's themes. Yeah, I think that they are doing a lot. They're doing the most, right? And I also think that it's because they're all like, we, we, this is our last movie. Like, this, let, let's get this out from the jump. This feels like a movie that knows that his probably overstayed its welcome after this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Uh, and so it's like, this is it. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, but they are also still going to make uh, – there's a possibility of a fourth film, and they are going to make a Zombies the Reanimated series. They're going to call it Reanimated? Yes. <laughs> okay. I know. That's kind of clever, and I'm mad about it. <laughs> well, I mean, there's also – there's the movie The Reanimator, you know, which is oh, – true. 
this movie's just lost so much of its like horror roots. Not that I'd ever really had it, but like this franchise, it just it seems so like I don't know. Anyway, continue. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and so um, all of so basically the aliens start coming to school, and the aliens are like whooping everyone's ass at everything. They're they're better at everything. Like they can do cheerleading better. They're better than um, Zed at football or literally every sport because they're aliens. Which also I was like, mm, what are you trying to say? Uh, all the while the werewolves are all like, we don't trust the aliens. Like, why are they here? Yeah. Um, and the aliens are going around trying to like take memories from people's minds to try to figure out what the most precious thing in Seabrook is. All the while, right, Zed's still worried about if he's going to get into Mountain College uh, so that way him and Addison can be together forever. Uh, which, again, this, is, this, was, this was a weird portrayal of, like, love and affection where there was no – there seemed to be no option for Zed and Addison to be like, if you don't get into college, we'll figure it out. It was like, right. this is the only way we can be together. And I was like, okay. Um, but up to this point, let it be known that the production quality of the dance numbers, like like Jordan and I said, here for it, right? The music is very much like, let's take Katy Perry's sound and make it a musical so that way they can dance to everything. Uh but the dancing was like legit. They were fucking moving. At least most of them. The person who plays the big zombie who doesn't speak really, he um he He's was speaking. not great. He said that in zombie. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Oh, <laughs> yes. Bonzo. Bonzo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's also important to note that the spaceship speaks and it's the voice of RuPaul. Um she is the mothership, as it were. Um, but yeah, Zed is like, so Zed finds out that he can't get into mountain college because the aliens have taken all of his like, uh, class records and stuff like that. And so they help him, uh, fill out an application to prove that he's extraordinary and exceptional student. Uh, and they're like, all right, cool. We can do this. Um, uh, Eliza is interning at Z Corp, the makers of the Z bands, the things to suppress the zombies. And she's also going to uh, try to help Zed, but she's not much help. All the while, uh, Wyatt, the werewolf, is in love with Eliza, but doesn't know how to tell her. He keeps trying to several times, but it doesn't really work. And also, Allison, <laughs> uh, Addison, sorry. Addison is trying to make sure that they win the cheer competition so that way they can keep the trophy in Seabrook. But then we find out, okay, then we find out that the aliens have to win the trophy because once they, they beam, Addison gets beamed up to the fucking ship or whatever. And they find out that the most precious thing to the person who left the, the capsule She's like, I found friendship on Earth, but I also found cheerleading. And I really love cheerleading. So much so that I made the trophy for the cheerleading competition. And so they're like, oh, the map must be in the trophy for the cheerleading competition. 
We also find out there that Addison is actually an alien, right? So Addison is mixed with alien. Again, an indication of like, look, are like mixed with the, these people who immigrated into this place. Yeah, George. Just, just like a white woman to make it all about her. You know what I mean? That's three, the thing. Three Here's movies the thing. in a row. <laughs> Like, what was the second one? Maybe I'm a werewolf. Leave yeah. me alone. Like, that's the that's that's the thing that bothered me. That's really the thing that bothers me about Addison's like arc, right? In the first one, she's like, yeah. I'm normal and I can accept people. And then she's like, but my hair's white and I don't know why, and that's what makes me different. And, and then, right? That's what happens. Yeah. And then yeah. the second one. She's all like, well, maybe it's because I'm indigenous, which is, and she literally tries on their culture. Like, like she puts on their clothes. She, how, like she, she's like, I will participate in their rituals to try to find who I am. And then when she does it and then when it's like, this isn't who you are. Like you get, like she gets all sad and weird about it. And this one, they're like, oh, it's actually because you're part alien, which within the larger allegory of the story means like, okay, you're part your part, whatever this group of immigrants represents, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and your mother has hid it from you because she thought it would be easier, which again plays into the fact that Bucky is a racist. Bucky's racist, okay? Bucky is Addison's cousin, who's the who the school president. He's also on the cheer team and stuff like that. Who's and been who, the, who's, who's been getting clowned for three movies now, and people still think he's the shit. I don't understand that. Yeah, but he's legit. He has lines in this movie like, we can't let them take what's ours. They can't just come in here and do that. We should, like, why don't they go back where they came from? Like, and he's supposed to be funny. They tried to make a lovable racist. And didn't he have some moment in the beginning where, in the first movie, sorry, where he was like, oh, it was like in the, the last song. He's like, maybe I'm a piece of shit. I need to be better about it or whatever. Those weren't the lyrics, yeah. but he said something. Yeah. Yeah, again, it's, it's it, too upsetting. Yeah, all over the place. Yeah, but okay, so this whole entire time, she's like, okay, I'm a part alien. And they're like, oh, dope, you're alien. Maybe, like, if you take your grandmother's trinket, then maybe you could use it or whatever. Um, and so Zed has a home interview now for Mountain College, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, you're exceptional. This is awesome. But, like, Zed and Addison can't touch without Addison, like, shocking him, further pushing this idea that maybe they shouldn't be together in the long run. It's weird. Uh, But he, like, freaks out, and uh, the interviewer, Miss Crabtree, she's like, oh, my God, it's a zombie! And she leaves. And then he stops, and he's like, wait, we're all exceptional, bitch. Fucking get your shit together. And she's like, we'll take that into consideration. Right. And then Addison is all like, uh, Addison's about to ask her mama, like, why did you tell me we were fucking aliens? But she chickens out or whatever. Right. Uh, either way, this weird thing happens in the plot where Addison's grandmother straight up says in this video call, like, hey, cheerleading was super important to me maybe it's the cup like i i I made the cup i made this thing that people hold precious and then it's like addison forgets that she mentioned the trophy because she's like maybe it's the trophy i'm like no shit she said it but we all know it's not the trophy right because 
we get ahead of the movie. And if she says, the thing I find most precious in Seabrook, then it's fucking Addison, because that's her granddaughter. She is the one with the map, and we know this. Either way, uh, the zombies, uh, uh, the, the the eels, they compete in the cheer tournament. The aliens are about to compete in the cheer tournament, so that way they can win the trophy. But uh, the freaking uh, werewolves are like, oh, we they can't do that because they lied to us about their intentions. And what does freaking racist Bucky do? He's like, I'm going to call the cops. <laughs> oh shit and he calls the cops yep that lovable scamp of a racist um and so the cops around the place they uh come out and they're all like, stop right there. And Addison's like, no, everybody, if you're going to arrest them, you can arrest me too, because I'm an alien. And they're all like, what? Addison, you can't be an alien. You're a white girl. She's like, I know, I'm both. And Zed's like, bro, this is dope, because we can go to college together. And she's like, oh, that's also great, but too bad, because I'm technically the map. The map is in my DNA. So how? And he's like, well, just give him the map and we can be together. And the alien's like, nope, can't do that because secretly the, the map is in her DNA and DNA changes. So therefore she has to come with us and says like, oh, I'm sad. But keep in mind the werewolves, they're like, hey, they can only be one group of brown people in this town. So they like fuck up the alien technology with their moonstones, which is a, apparently a power. It's weird. It's a power source that they have around their neck. And they're like, oh, but how can we fix the alien chips? That way they can leave before they're stuck here forever. And, uh, you know, Eliza, from her uh, desk at Z Corp, because she's pregnant in real life and they don't want to do that, uh, they say, all right, cool. You're going to have to beam everybody up there and you're going to have to use the Moonstone's power and push them through the Z-band technology to power up the spaceships that way we're all working together. Now, of course, they get up there and it doesn't really work because Addison, the white girl who's secretly part alien, has to be the conduit for this power. But then that doesn't work because she's not strong enough. So Zed has to come along and hold her hand. Keep in mind, whenever her and Zed touch, they like get shocked. But he t- grabs her. He's like, oh, it didn't hurt. And she's like, I'm learning to control my powers. So maybe they can be together. I don't know. But they power up the ship. Everyone gets off except for Addison and the aliens. The aliens, they like calculate where Utopia is. And it turns out Utopia is Seabrook. So they didn't have to go anywhere the whole entire time. So they can all go to Mountain College together. And uh, it flashes forward. And they are there at Mountain College. But Mountain College, because Zed done told them, hey, guess what? Just because we're different doesn't mean that we're bad. And they're like, you know what? You're probably right. We might change our ways. Also, you, you're good at the football, so come on along. And they they all the aliens move in, they go to Mountain College, and uh, where there's also vampires and mer people, because Mountain College is open its doors to monsters, and that is and then Bucky he he gets on the mothership and he's going to steal the mothership so that way he can bring cheer to the farthest reaches of the galaxy. Because keep in mind, Addison's grandmother is Bucky's grandmother. So he's part alien too. 
So he is self-loathing until the very end, where he changes his mind. And that's Zombies 3. That was Zombies 3. You know, for a movie, like, I feel that this entire franchise, if it if it just, like, dialed it back a little bit on, like, everything that it's trying to do, it wouldn't be as offensive as it is. No. No. I mean, they, they are on the verge of doing everything to where, again, we could read subtext. Have the zombies go to school with the normal people for the first time. Don't put them on the other side of the gate. Don't put them in the basement. Don't have the principal be like, who would want them in your class? Like, don't do all that stuff, right? Don't make the super overt things. Don't have the aliens come down and say, hey, we're not here to hurt you. And everyone be like, let's call the cops. That's a bit much. Don't have, you know, the the werewolves who are identifying as the indigenous people have to argue about why what's theirs is theirs. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, are we doing ratings now? I, 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 for the sake of, like, uh, trying to give this movie props where we can. Again, the dancing is great. The production value of the musical numbers is really great. What they're trying to do with Aspen and their gender expression and sexuality is really great, especially because they just refer to Aspen as uh, as they, them pronouns without any pomp and circumstance, right? Again, that's how you normalize these things, right? right? Uh, and so I want to give them kudos for those things. The thing that, but it's like, finding cherries in a pile of dog shit, right? The cherries are still sweet. Doesn't mean I want to eat the dog shit to get to them. The fuck? What? Did you just come up with that off the dome? Yeah. Yeah. Cherries in a pile of dog shit. Yeah. The cherries are still sweet. But don't mean I want to eat the I dog think, shit. I think them. I think you could have been you could have been. <laughs> you don't even know what I'm gonna say. You could have been. I a know. Pastor. I'm just laughing at you. You could have been, been a pastor. What? You could have been a pastor. Oh. <laughs> you could have had. You know what I mean? That could have been like. It's like cherries and dog dookie. The cherries still sweet, but I'm not trying to get to them. You know that's just very that's <laughs> very. Well, I, I take. I used to want to be a youth pastor, you know. I think. I think. Yeah, I think you still got some of them. Some of them hang nails. Some of them. Some of them hang arounds going. Um, man, I think for me, ugh, fuck, it's so hard to rate this kind of stuff. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, so the dance numbers, awesome. Like the dances were really great. There, again, there's this there's this uh, dance number and the or the song and dance number between Zed and Addison as they're going through the town and they're like, "We're going to be together forever." Will we though? I don't know what's going on. Like that kind of stuff was really cool because you're watching this and like they're only they're they're kids. What's going on? And then they have all these asides to the audience as they're dancing. Is like, okay, that's cool. That. 
is really subtle, like nuanced, you know what I mean? Like musical style, like, like, you know, American musical style storytelling, which I think is really neat. And, but then it's whenever they open their mouths outside of all of that, that I'm just like, this is not. So you string all of these songs together. We have a reprise of, uh, of, uh, someday, which is still a catchy fucking bop, you know, from someday. the first one. This we could be, we could be ordinary. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and then like, you know, with the inclusion of, 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 uh, Aspen and, and, you know, with their characterization and, um, you know, all that kind of stuff, I'm going to, I'm going to rank this a little bit higher than zombies one. I think I gave zombies one a zero. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to give this one. You did. I'm going to give this one like uh man I'm going to say three I'm going to say 3 3 at 3 out of 10 3 out of 10 You know I'm living in the zone of like a 2 and a half and the reason I say 2 and a half is because um Part of me just wants to put together a YouTube playlist of the dance numbers and be like, this is all you need to see. Yeah. Right. And like, I don't want to take away from like, if I could just give points to the choreography (laughs) and, you know, just give points to the cinematography doing those parts. Like if I could just do that, I a thousand percent would, because I think those are top notch. Um, it's just the stuff around it is so if I think that the important thing is that a parents should be watching and supplementing what their children are watching on television and shouldn't let TV teach their kids everything. But I know for a fact that some like this might be the, the only conversation around these topics that some groups of individuals have, Right. And that's where my my point of concern is. Like, I I don't want it to be the only place, but it's going to be the only place for some people. And that's why I hold it to a higher regard. So. Okay. Well, there you go. We never have to watch another one of these movies again. I like y'all this was this was another episode. <laughs> <laughs> this was another here's episode. The thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. You know what? I'm just gonna say this right now. We watch really great movies together. Right? We, we watch do. some really good ones together. We're like, man, that was really good. We did a lot of things. We watch some like mid grade kind of movies together and we watch some shit. You know, sometimes we gotta we gotta we gotta, you know, sludge through the shit to appreciate, you know what I mean? Like the bangers. But I will say there's no one else in this earth I'd rather be talking about these shit movies than you. Well, now you done, you done fucking brought my spirits up. And now we can end this episode. Ah, thank you, everybody, for joining us for another episode of Grown Man Watch Kid Shit. As always, you can reach us by email at grownmanwks at gmail.com. 
Uh, you can also hit us up on Facebook and Instagram. We're not on that Twitter. Sorry, we tried, we failed. We don't want to go back. Well, I think um, Elon Musk kicked kicked us off, so it's fine. Yeah, he's like, no, he's like, they're doing too many good things. They gotta go. Um, we uh, are super excited that you are continuing to be with us here on this journey. Uh, we ask that you give us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts. Five stars, great. Three stars. Uh, ooh, five stars, great. Four stars, excellent. Three stars are below. We are going to just let you be in these movies. Just live in this world. Just, like, hate it. Just live in this world, and you will hate it. Um, that's it. Uh, <laughs> um, we will be back next week with even more great, hopefully a better movie. Oh, Next week's movie, it's good. If let's hope it's good. I really hope it's good. We're not going to tell you what it is, but I really hope it's good because I will be sad if this movie is not good. Yeah, I will too. But you know, I digress. Either way, wherever you are, please take care of each other. Stay crispy. Stay crispy, y'all. <clears throat> and we will catch y'all next time, Jordan. I ain't got no question for you. We just need to wrap this up because this was this All was right. hard. You this know, was, this someday was this could be this could be ordinary. Someday, sing to me. We could be we sing could be extraordinary. Me. You and me side by side. It's another broad deadline. Then lies will say. It's gonna be. Are you really still? Let's just end it. Dude. End it. I was listening. Grown men watch kid shit is a Moon Street Media podcast. Intro and outro music was created by MPC. Want to find us online? Check out our social media links in the show notes.